see that happening now from our FBI, CIA, and the Biden government putting out false narratives and then building on that uh, with the reinforcement from the major media. And so that all goes into uh, uh, changing the minds, influencing the minds of people, cultures, uh, and so on. And it's, it's very, very strong. With the global economy being in shambles and central bankers moving towards a reset, it's never been a better time to protect your wealth by owning precious metals. Contact Andy at milesfranklin.com. Tell him Sarah sent you. He promised me he will guarantee you the lowest price anywhere in the country. Remember, email Andy at milesfranklin.com and tell him Sarah sent you. It's never been a better time to protect your future than now. Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. I have a treat for you. I have General Valley coming to the program. I love this conversation that we had. He's just common sense. And for people who don't know, he was the top commander for the entire half of the United States and you know Hawaii and the western part of the United States. And then he really is the foremost expert on military psyops and he has a deep background in that and and so i appreciated this conversation he has many books on that but he has been fighting like no tomorrow on what's happening in our country and it's not just him there's general general McInerney. there's a bunch of generals and admirals who have come together who are seeing this go on and are fighting and coming together he has a plan where he can shut down the sinaloa cartels in seven days him and McInerney, a couple other generals came together and and he just we need leadership like this and this has been this is a really great conversation i hope you enjoy it and I also want to tell you that he's going to be speaking at the Censored Conference, July 28th and 29th. He's agreed to it. I had to remind him, when was that? Because his schedule is really busy, but he's going to do it on July 28th and 29th. And I just don't know what day he's speaking. And so if you are interested in that, go to unitedforfreespeech.com, sign up for the newsletter. We, you will start to see a lot more information come out on that uh, beginning here. We're probably going to really start pumping up in July here. And that's coming soon. And I also want to tell you about the dollar. If you have not gotten gold and silver, please consider that. You know, we're going to talk about it in this interview, how these other countries around the world are really adamant about wanting to kill the U.S. dollar. And when that happens, all these dollars are going to flood back. It's moving in that direction. They're focused on it and they're working on it daily. And we don't really have anybody else on our side fighting it in a smart, strategic manner. It's like we are assisting them at destroying our dollar. So when all this floods back, you're going to want to have some assets sitting there that will preserve your wealth. And that means gold and silver, because no matter what happens to the dollar, the gold and silver will rise to whatever other currency is out there. And it will just be a preservation of your wealth and insurance. And what I'm telling you is a contact Miles Franklin info at milesfranklin.com. Tell them that Sarah sent you and you will get the best prices and they will give you really great service. And that's a guarantee from Andy Sheckman to me that you will get that. Okay, info at milesfranklin.com. Tell them Sarah sent you. Now let's get into this really good conversation with General Valerie. Hi, General Valerie. Welcome back to the program. 
Thank you, Sarah. Happy to be with you again. It's been a while. It has. And I'm really glad that you're back. I've been wanting to talk to you for a while. And I'm so excited because you're also going to be speaking at the Censored Conference, which is so important. We're working so hard to deal with the censorship. And so we're so thankful that you're going to be participating in that. Um, but I am so glad that you're on here today because I wanted to talk about a bunch of things with you. You have multiple books out. And your, I think it was your third book you said was on this mind war, this uh, fifth generation warfare that we're dealing with. And I figured we could kind of go through the, the various books that you've written, but your background in psychological warfare, you're probably one of the foremost experts in the world at this. And I wanted to, but you've been retired for a while and you're seeing it change. I wanted to talk about what this is and how it's changed in the recent years against the United States. So first of all, what is this fifth generation warfare that we're dealing with? Well, fifth generation, if you look through the various generations that have gone through history, uh, warfare, uh, as we knew it, for example, back in World War II was uh, land, air, and sea. Land, air, and sea, ships, airplanes, and uh, soldiers on the ground fighting. But now when we look uh, at today, we almost see almost six dimensions of warfare because we've added on biological warfare. Okay? That's right. Wuhan, COVID. Uh, then you have what we call space warfare, where we're actually building satellites that will carry weapons that they'll be able to launch them. And China's been very much ahead on this. We're developing it too, but you can actually put a missile or a rocket or an EMP and low-yield nuclear weapon, and you can actually fire it directionally from a satellite. You can also do it from a balloon. We've seen the pictures of the Chinese balloon, one of them went over us. They can actually hang uh, a carriage on the bottom of a balloon, which are then uh, filled with rockets or missiles that can be directional and uh, be operated from remote distances. For example, something would come over the United States, a balloon or a satellite, and from China, they can press a button and launch that particular missile. And so we have that going on uh, as well. But the mind war, the uh, information warfare program, what we call strategic psyops, which has been around forever, uh, for example, World War II, uh, the Allies planned uh, and uh, basically put out information to the Germans that we we're going to attack in the north in Calais. But uh, we didn't. We did a feint operation and we attacked on the Normandy beaches to the south. So the Romans were great at psychological warfare. They would feint one area and then they would attack in another area. And so today what we have going on, which is very de demonstrative by the uh, Communist Democratic Party, following uh, what Mao, what basically Mao had done, uh, what Lenin uh, uh, had done in, uh, in Russia, where they basically uh, control their people through information warfare, purging people, putting out false information. And we see that happening now from our FBI, CIA, and the Biden government putting out false narratives and then building on that uh, with the reinforcement from the major media. And so that all goes into uh, uh, changing the minds, influencing the minds of people, cultures, uh, and so on. And it's, it's very, very strong. 
The Republicans aren't very good at it, uh, unfortunately. Uh, we've tried to help them uh, form a message, but uh, the power of the message today is global. For example, your show, we can show it around the world within an hour. Uh, I did a uh, uh, broadcast out of Moscow last week for 30 minutes on the ceasefire uh, summit conference, which I'm uh, heading up uh, to be held in Bolton in August. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, the end of uh, the conflict in um, in Ukraine. So that's one of the that's projects awesome. the Stand Up America U.S. Foundation is working on. So that's, does that sort of clarify the, the small? It does. And it, it seems like it's gotten more sophisticated because we're not just talking about the mass media and the weaponization of our intelligence agencies and FBI and things. We're also talking about big tech weaponizing, you know, only showing they're they're only showing what they want people to see. Ninety six percent of the the what children see are what they want them to see. The left wing propaganda. So we've or not even left wing. I don't even know what to call it. It's the mass media. It's controlled media. It's uh, the controlled it, media. Yeah, it's called controlled media, where you're controlling the media and the information yes. going out, rather than just taking a story based on facts. And then presenting that, and that's what my second book is all about, Reality Prism. If I may tell you the story on that, if we have time. Yeah, like please. Well, in, uh, oh, goodness, 2014, I guess. I'm, I forget the, even the, the dates now. But after the second revolution in Egypt, the first revolution when Mubarak was taken out of power, the second when Morsi, who was the Muslim Brotherhood, was elected president uh, in Egypt, I was invited uh, to head up a delegation to Cairo to meet with General al-Sisi. And this is before he became president. And so uh, at that point in time, because uh, Obama was president and the, uh, the Congress and Obama uh, shut off, cut off military aid to Egypt. And of course, Egypt was dependent on parts, ammunition, guns, whatever, that we were providing them at that time of military aid. We cut it off. So I'm sitting there after we arrived in Egypt with about 12 generals and General al-Sisi. And one of the major generals was so upset. He said, you know, after 40 years of being allies, and then you do that to us. And so then General Sisi turned to me and he said, you know, why does America, well, he asked the question actually, why does America always make its decisions looking through a political prism rather than a reality prism? He said, if I solve, try to solve our problems politically, I can't do it. I have to look at our economy. I have to look at my support for Israel in the Sinai. I have the Suez Canal. I have failing nations to my south, Somalia, Libya to my west. I've got an economy I have to rebuild. I can't afford to look through a political prism to solve problems. And you know, today, that was an epiphany and led me to the book, Reality Prism, which is on Amazon, by the way. It's a great book. I think people enjoy it. But when you have an epiphany like that, and uh, it creates in your mind, well, what can I do to spread that message? But isn't it true, Sarah, today, all we see are congressmen, senators on televisions, politicians pontificating, nothing ever happens. Why? Because they're trying to solve it through a political prism, playing partisan politics, rather than saying, okay, we have crime in our cities. We have addiction. We have our southern border uh, being invaded. 
And when you look at the facts of that, then you can solve it. And that's what I learned at West Point Army War that's College. That's so right. I'm back peacetime that you have to look at the reality of the situation, then you can solve it. That is so right. And the problem is, is that our politics have weaponized words. We That's yes. why I didn't want to say leftist necessarily, because it's not, it's not like the people who are on, I have, I have people, I talk to people on all spectrum, right? And a lot of people are like, we're not pushing this. We, this top-down agenda on transgender and all this stuff, this is not what we would be pushing. And so they're backing out too. And it gets to that reality. If we focus on the reality, realize what words are weaponized and stop that and just talk about the issues, we could get so much more accomplished. Absolutely. And, and they make up words, transgender, transphobia. These are all made up words to push their agenda. Well, what is it? What what would you say instead of a transgender, someone who's changing gender? It's just I can't even believe we're dealing with There's no this. such thing. It doesn't exist. Either by birth, you're a male or female. I, I agree with and you. You can think I, you're a, a girl and dress up as a girl. And that's what they're doing. You have men dressing up as women, going into the women's bathrooms, women's sports. That's what it is. That's reality. Pretend? They're pretending. You know, and then you don't come out of the womb as a transgender. They're pretending, and the <laughs> medical establishment is making a lot of money helping them pretend. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it's less than like Riley Gaines and her testimony in front of the Senate uh, yesterday. You know, she stated, you know, you're talking about less than one half of 1% of the population versus all the women in, in athletics. And you're not listening to our side that we want to, we want to uh, be in athletics and an athlete based on being a woman. And you can't, I, she said, you know, I, if I was a woman, I can't play in the NBA, National Basketball Association. We got all these six foot nine, seven foot two males, mostly black. And she said, I couldn't do that. And uh, so, you know, you got it all reversed. She said that to Gerald Durbin or Senator Durbin, I should say. Uh, but uh, but yeah, that's it's a I mean, it's it's all crazy. It's all made up. It's false. Well, what do you think of like Minnesota? They have Miss Minnesota 2001 was a transgender and it wasn't didn't even look like a trans. I mean, it didn't even it looked like a male with a wig on. And I was yeah. thinking, well, <laughs> that's because of what that's what because that's what it was. Well, I know, but it was <laughs> no, it was it was, but <laughs> but it didn't even in people you know wanting to be fair. It's like well. Uh, it's never been fair. fair you can't that? tell me Miss Minnesota was ever fair. They're picking women based on talent and beauty. When was that right. ever fair? Right. That's right. And their <laughs> parts are different. <laughs> and their parts are different. What gets me is going into the locker rooms because I'm yeah. like, I, I just. In the military, Sarah, they actually had, and the military uh, actually chastised some female uh, uh, soldiers uh, that were in uh, the female part of their barracks. Well, this trans comes in and she's in the shower. She, she looks out and she sees this trans <laughs> with the body parts of a male standing there waiting to shower. And the military backed it. Unbelievable. Well, you know, this is this is where I get kind of a little bit frustrated and I push back on on it. Women who are raped 
if you care, because they care about their feelings, they want to feel more comfortable. You, there are a lot more women who've been raped in this world who now have to deal with that, who feel uncomfortable. In the prisons, look at the uh, the trans, 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 whatever you call them, that were put in women's prison. They have women getting pregnant by trans. Have you read that? I've, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so it's just crazy. It's It's a heyday for a male dressed as a female going into a a female restroom or bathroom or showering with them. I mean, that's the ultimate. um, well, okay, perfect. so it's an attack, isn't that an attack perfect. on the safety of women? I mean, we don't feel safe, you don't feel secure, you don't right. all these things. The children can be taken away if you don't agree with the trend. So, how does that relate to this psyop that we're doing? This is a warfare, it has to be because it destabilizes the communities. It's mind war, yeah. They're trying to change and influence your minds. It's psyops that, uh, in the ultimate form. We never and what, what is their goal with this? To uh, change, uh, as Obama said, change America forever. Soros uh, money is backing a lot of these organizations, the transgender, uh, doing away with our history, our constitution. Uh, The global elitists uh, believe in that as well. Uh, And uh, so they have their puppets, uh, Klaus Schwab, World Economic Forum. They'll be meeting in Sun Valley in a couple of weeks. They've uh, already met in Davos. These are the same people that want global control. They want no borders. Uh, and they're inciting all of this revolution and counter-revolution going on in the various countries, uh, not only the United States, but all over Europe. Guess who isn't doing it? Putin in Russia and she in China. They don't back any of this. And they're laughing at us. So what is the deal? Where does the globalists align with Russia and China then? Because they don't want any part of this. Russia has a is a more of a Christian nation than we are now. They don't want any yeah. part of this. They no, don't want they the don't. war. They don't want. So where do you see the globalists aligning with the Chinese and the Russians? And why are we taking ourselves down? The globalists through Wall Street, through BlackRock and others, uh, they're, uh, they're working deals all the time. They're a part of these global elites. Uh, and uh, she in China understands it, and uh, he'll use the global financial markets as they try to uh, dismantle and destroy the dollar with a with a new digital bank currency or whatever currency won, whatever they're in talk with. And Putin understands that, and the uh, World Economic Forum no but knows Putin's not going to put up with it. So I mean, those are the, that's the chessboard out there now. And then you have little alliances occurring. Because we don't have any allies anymore. Nobody likes us. Biden has turned everybody off. Everybody. Of course, he had the Prime Minister of India today in the White House. So I'm not sure how that's going to turn out. Because India is supporting Russia, actually, in this conflict. So why does the globalists want to take ourselves down? I mean, they're taking the West down. I mean, they think that they can gain more power. They're trying, they think with the chessboard, they think they can take over Russia and China and then reset us. Yeah, that's, and they're, they're naive to think they'll do that to Russia and China because they understand that they know that we're bought off. We know Biden's the Manchurian president. We know the money that has flowed into several different accounts into Hunter Biden and into the big guy. So, um, um, that that that's what's happening, and then you've got the other puppets in UK, 
Macron now is weakening. He's actually pushing for uh, uh, some kind of sense because he knows they can't sustain any further support of Ukraine. Uh, in the same way with uh, Germany, they're in deep trouble. Uh, so uh, the Europeans, uh, some of the conferences that get involved in are international, but the Europeans are starting to understand that their governments are nothing. Macron and uh, the individual in the UK, I can't pronounce his name. Uh, they're just puppets like Biden is. Yeah, that is true. So I see it as our, the globalists are destroying the West, their base, and all they're doing is weakening us so that Russia and China can gain more power. And do you see that as, that's where I get confused as to why- it's a conflict. They would, it's a, it's a conflict, but it it seems like they're helping, the, helping them take us down. Well, they are in a way, as the- uh... There's Klaus Schwab and uh, the world forever. This has been their planning since the Bilderberg. So you can trace it on back. Uh, and it's all about power and money. And so uh, basically they'd like to destroy the middle class, which they're doing, by the way. COVID uh, really uh, did that to a big degree. Uh, but uh, what you have now, uh, and I'll give you a good example. I was, at a, I was in uh, um, Sun Valley, Idaho. Uh, that's where my daughter lives. And but that's a true case of have and have nots. They've actually destroyed the middle class. So what you have are the elitists, and the elitists are, are they're not they're not uh, uh, religious at all. These people in the IT, Zuckerberg's, and all of these guys are not religious people. Their religion is high tech, artificial intelligence, whatever they're building. Uh, and a lot of the uh, individuals they brought in, such as two at Twitter, were from India. They didn't believe in our Constitution. That's why they could take the information from the FBI and whatever on Twitter and, they, and Facebook, and they can manipulate it. So they brought in a lot of people on these H-1 visas who have worked in Silicon Valley for years now that don't believe in our Constitution. But yet they are involved in, in uh, what's going on uh, uh, in, in broadcasting and... Uh, TikTok, for example, uh, what what that has done, the impact that that's had on a lot of our uh, younger people will continue. And as we lessen uh, teaching of history in our schools, uh, finally, we have a lot of mothers and fathers at this at different schools in your localities uh, who are standing up to these ultra woke uh, uh, school boards. So America is awakening, Sarah, uh, this year, and that's what the first chapter of one of my books, America's Endgame for the 21st Century, the whole first chapter is that we cannot recover in America unless we have a spiritual awakening, getting back to honesty, integrity, and trust. That's right. Well, one thing that I, the schools, I think Google's our biggest enemy because the schools, the vast majority of the schools, universities, elementaries, high schools, only have Google in their schools and only have YouTube in their schools and they're manipulating their algorithms so the kids only see the controlled media. Well, look at the left-wing professors at most of our universities come out, uh, say out of Harvard, Yale, they become lawyers. Uh, these are the people the FBI is hiring, the CIA, the Department of Justice, and they're all pro progressive liberals. Uh, but we fortunately, one of the organizations I helped to initially fund was Turning Point USA under Charlie Kirk. 
And uh, uh, I met Charlie when he was 19 years old. So we helped get him up and running and funded him. And he's on over 225 campuses right now. He's really influencing what's happening. And they have a whole, whole separate program at Turning Point uh, saying to these private schools, if they've gone woke and they're manipulating the minds of the students uh, to left-wing ideology, ideologues or ideology, then stop supporting them. Don't don't uh, that's right. Donate any money, and it's worked on a number of campuses already. So that's a very effective program. Shut off their money in the campuses of these left wing professors, and you're going to change it. Well, we need to have you help us figure out what United for Free Speech should do. Some of our initiatives, we're working on that right now because you know my my thing is I really care about this big tech because all the kids are moving into. I mean, what we grew up with is completely different than what they grew up with. And they're completely merged in the online world. Even cable news is is gone in their generation. It's all internet. It's all social mm -hmm. media companies. And That's it's right. completely controlled by these group of international corporations, you know. And yeah. I had Nate Kane on, who is, a, a, you might know, he's an FBI whistleblower. He blew the whistle on the... Um, the Russian collusion story being a hoax and all that stuff. He was in front of Congress. But what he told me, because he was a cybersecurity expert, worked for a lot of different organizations, but he was contracted under NSA for a while. He told me when he was on here that there beyond Section 230, those immunity agreements, there are additional private immunity agreements between the NSA and these social media companies for them to be protected for violating our free speech. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they've been in bed for quite a while, as we know. We, we saw the effect that the FBI agents had uh, with what was going on on Twitter uh, and even Facebook, uh, influencing the media there, again, trying to control the media. And, uh, you know, that's what the FBI has done. They, they, they threaten you, you know, if you don't go along with them, militarize and politicize the FBI. I close the FBI down and the uh, uh, CIA on Friday had opened up something altogether different on Monday. And same thing, I would redo our Defense Department. We've got all these woke generals and admirals. Reenlistments are down. Uh, recruiting is down. And you know, they focus on CRT. And you might remember General Milley uh, was worried about white rage in, in the ranks. And so I've said the only white rage I've seen in the ranks in the military is General Milley. <laughs> well, it just seems ridiculous that they're not focused on the things that are important. I saw advertisements for the transgender, what they were showing, what these people do on their spare time, and they show them doing drag queen hours. What does yeah. that have anything to do with What's the that? military? Yeah, well, that's part of their whole thing. And, and guess who's Obama's responsible for all of that because he I was paid, so. funded by Soros to change America forever. And we didn't get it at the time, what was really happening behind the scenes. There was a great book out by a good friend of mine named Rachel Ehrenfeld, and it's called The Soros Agenda. Get it, Sarah, and uh, you ought to get Rachel on because she understands and knows exactly better than anyone what Soros has done historically and what he continues to do today, even though he's pass passing the baton to his son. Uh, to run uh, the Open Society Foundation. Yeah, I'd uh, love to have her on. Treason. He's invading and abetting enemies of the United States. That's for a right. Long. 
Well, I know he funded the ACLU back in 2012 before they changed the Smith-Mutt Act where they can do propaganda against American people. He funded, gave $50 million to the ACLU. And then the ACLU came out in support of it, saying this is the best thing for free speech. And, you know, for I don't know. They just talked about how it was so great for free speech. And it was the exact opposite. Yeah, free speech to them, sir, is controlled speech. Yeah. So you have another book coming out soon that's going to focus on treason. And I, I want you to talk about that because I think that we are dealing with treason. Can, can you talk about treason and well, who's at it and what you're, yeah. Sure. sure. Well, we're just in a draft stage. Hopefully we'll have it out uh, in three or four months. Uh, but uh, it came to my attention uh, from Joe McInerney that uh, he and I should write another book. And I said, what would you like to do? And he said, we need to tell the American people the background on the treason that's being conducted against America. And when you look at the Constitution, aiding and abetting the enemy, foreign or domestic, uh, and it's been individuals in the past, and not that many cases, by the way. Um, and it's all on Google or, you know, wherever you, wherever you want to search it, you can find out those specific uh, treasons that have been uh, against America. One was an FBI agent, of course, uh, that went to jail. I think he finally passed away uh, last month. But uh, these people, uh, including the media, and I'll name Biden, Soros, and Obama, all have worked to dismantle the United States and destroy our institutions and change them forever. And that's what changing America for was all about, funded by Soros. Soros is definitely guilty of treason. But if you, if you look at the, the Constitution today, uh, our forefathers were really thinking about that more as individuals. Uh, Benedict Arnold, uh, for example, that went over to the British Army as a brigadier general in the Army at West Point. That's when he, he went over, if you watch the series on Benedict Arnold. Uh, and he was tried for treason. But uh, today we have group treason. So we're going to redefine what treason is because now you have group treason. We see that going on within the FBI and the Russian collusion hoax uh, that was laid upon the American people. Uh, so uh, when you have that group going on and then you have uh, groups that are associated with the World Economic Forum like Bill Gates and others, they're working in collusion with each other. And so that's a group treason thing. So that's a whole new definition. So I'm not sure where it'll go, but we're going to put it out there. Do you think our country is strong enough where we would actually say, yeah, this is treason, and we would do what's necessary to, I mean, because other countries have kicked Soros out. I mean, are we strong enough to protect ourselves? Not anymore. We need new leadership. Uh, and so it will only be leadership that will do that. Uh, so um, uh, that's why I'm backing Trump again. I think he's the only one that can really turn things around. I, I like DeSantis as well. Uh, so it's going to take leadership. And Trump knows what he has to do this time. Trump's biggest problem in the past has been, been his selection of his people on his team. Hopefully he'll get better people now. They'll advise him. But he needs to destroy that deep state. Jason Chavitz has out a new book as well. And Jason, a former congressman, as you may remember, you see him on Fox News now. Uh, but he basically said Congress only affects 15% of our government. 
15%. The rest is all controlled by the deep state. It's just theater then. I mean, it's just a... It's theater. All these hearings, nothing ever happens. Uh, and the deep state controls everything, like the de uh, Department of Justice now. Look what the, uh, they came out with uh, uh, in terms of Hunter Biden slapped him on the wrist. And the FBI is, uh, is has this collusion going on with people that are like Strzok and all of them were anti-Trump. And uh, Bill Barr, um, boy, what a disappointment he was. Uh, no kidding, Burma's still is. Information. I'm sorry. He still is a disappointment. He's still coming out and saying oh, yeah. things. Yes. Yeah, he's a rhino. He's part, he's part of that group. Uh, he's no different than the rhino Republicans, uh, McConnell and the other senators you see. Uh, uh, but there's very few warriors that we have. And that's why Jason Jason Chaffetz was pointing it out. Yeah, they they uh, control the money uh, in Congress. Uh, they vote on the on the bills uh, to fund uh, all the government's agencies. But other than that, what's happened with any of these hearings? Nothing. So far. Comer's working on it still on, on, Hunter, on Hunter Biden. But they have all of these hearings and nothing ever happens. Well, Nate Kane said that when he was on the show, too, is that the FBI is diligently working to block Congress. Like, and that's against the that's against the law, but they're doing it anyways. They will not release the information to Congress on many different issues. Right. There's a couple other issues probably we should discuss. Number one, where is the Supreme Court? They're the third leg of government. They can't just sit there and wait for bills or wait for uh uh, some kind of judicial uh, uh, hearing uh, to do something. They have, they can take the initiative. They know, for example, the Sixth Amendment's being violated by the J6ers and not getting fair trials, okay? All right? Uh, they're doing absolutely nothing. John Roberts, we know, is compromised, all right? And so he's weak. But they're all sitting there, and they're doing nothing against the violations of the Constitution by members of the Defense uh, Defense Department, Department of Justice, FBI, CIA, and they're doing nothing. They're sitting on their derrieres. Now, the other thing is the Tenth Amendment, federal rights versus states' rights. Where are the governors standing up to the federal overreach? That's right. You got blue states and red states. We're totally divided. I think we need a red state alliance where these governors start standing up and start drilling for oil again and start... Uh, overriding uh, the overreach of the federal government. They can do that. But you know what the reason is? Well, the federal government will cut off our funds. That's how, that's how they're controlling everybody, though. That's yeah. a very real thing that they're saying. That's how they're getting everybody to do everything is through this funding blackmail. That's right. And I wish we'd stop uh, paying taxes for a while. <laughs> well, I, I, that, you know, you laugh at that and it's, it's kind of like, do we, I mean, how, what can we do? Because we're watching our country being taken over. Yeah, absolutely. Are you tired of a slow metabolism and diets that are hard to follow? Then you haven't tried Acaria Lean Belly Juice. A recent discovery by the University of Alberta found that all overweight people have high levels of toxic lipid molecules called ceramides. These foreign compounds cause toxic fat to accumulate around your organs, including your liver, 
pancreas, heart, and arteries. When these vital organs are clogged with fat, your metabolism slows to a crawl. Your body switches to starvation mode, which is when you store even more fat. The good news is there is a way to target ceramides and dissolve dangerous fat from around your organs fast, turning your body into a calorie-burning, fat-melting machine. The Lean Belly Juice does this and more. You will see a faster metabolism, increased energy, much less cravings, and healthier digestion. Learn how you can order today and save 70%. And if you're not 100% satisfied, there's a full money-back guarantee. So don't wait and order today and watch your fat melt away. Use the link below or go to sarahwestall.com under shop. That's sarahwestall.com under shop. Well, we have formed flag officers for America. We have 50 retired generals and admirals. Uh, we're doing as much as we can in the background. Uh, our foundation, Stand Up America U.S. Foundation, and you go to our website, which is standupamericaus.org, you'll see all the things that we're doing. And we've been around since 2006, trying to get America to stand up for the liberties and rights and not take it anymore, uh, what's going on. Um, they had the FBI, no, it was, it was the IRS criminal division uh, out in Great Falls, Montana last week, uh, went to a gun store and basically raided it. Took out 20 boxes uh, from this uh, gun store in Great Falls, Montana. 20 IRS agents armed with AR-15, 16s, whatever big automatic that the FBI does when they come into your Come to your house at 5.30 in the morning. What purpose? What was the reasoning? They said that they didn't pay their taxes, and so now they're coming and doing a raid like a like a SWAT yeah. team? Yeah, exactly. Gosh, you know, it, they're, they're just wanting to, to scare the heck out of people into submission. I, well, You know, go ahead. No, I'm just going to say, look at the individuals where they uh, come up 5.30 in the morning with all these armed FBI guys, like they're attacking the cartels. These are individuals. Yeah, it's horrible. It's People in their see. pajamas waking up, you know, scratching yeah. their head and their behind as they're opening the door. <laughs> they're yeah. like, whoa. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what they're doing. So, but it's going to turn against them because well, they're, forcing, sure. they're forcing us into a civil war. That's do what you, they're doing. Do you and, think... Uh, that we will have a so I mean, because people are just sitting there going, we don't know what we're what to do here. We could face a revolution, actually. I, I think maybe. I mean, because I look at, I just, there's so many things that you can point to and say it's so, they've gone so far over the line that pe the 80,000 kids that are missing at the border. I mean, mm -hmm. I know that's not necessarily American kids, but that is really crossing the line. I got good news last week. The Border Patrol Plan that our foundation wrote, I wrote it actually, sent it to Trump in 2017, 2018. And basically, Trump uh, uh, conducted uh, most of it, but it was only defense. He built more wall, restricted crossings down there, tightened up everything, did a really great job. Of course, Biden over, uh, completely destroyed that. Now we have Chinese coming through our borders. Uh, they're going into different parts of the United States to target perhaps military bases, whatever. Uh, the cartels control the Mexican government. And so part of the plan that we put out, our border plan, I'll be happy to send it to you. I'd love it. You have to go on the offense. General Boykin, General McInerney and I can come up with a plan, a special ops plan, where we could take the cartels down in seven days. We know where they're at in the Sinaloa area. 
And it's called Operation Sinaloa, by the way. Seven days, they're out of business. Same time, our Treasury Department financially takes them out from, from passing money all over the world. Uh, working with the Chinese, fentanyl killing hundreds of thousands of our youth. Agents coming across that are in all of our cities now. And the cartels get paid by these mules, or they pay the mules to take these people across, and the people pay the mules and so on. But uh, the cartels are a military enemy of the United States. General Milley came out a month ago. I think he saw my plan. And he said uh, the cartels are a police business. It's a police situation. Now, you tell me which police on either side of the border are going to take out the cartels. That's how dumb this general is. Well, I mean, what did we see? I, you know, I just had a conversation with my husband and I said, all, I don't even care what side of the aisle or play. All I want is people who have integrity and who care and who want to do the right thing. And if you just got a group of those people running the country, I think it would be magic. Yes. <laughs> it would be absolute magic. Grab my book, America's Angie. I'd be happy to send it to you if I get your address. That whole first chapter you'll love. I love this conversation because you're saying you're, I just feel like you're preaching to the choir almost, but that's the problem. How do we get the, but maybe that's where we are getting. See, I don't think, I think the majority of the country are waking up to this and that's why we will maybe go to a revolution because the people are fed up. They're forcing it in. They're forcing it. And that's what happens historically. It's what happened in France. You force things on people. You dominate them, you tax them to death. The Roman Empire, that's why it failed. And we see ourselves as a new Roman Empire, dismantling and and basically uh, um, destroying whatever civilization that we have. And other civilizations, for example, the Chinese are going to take over everything. That's what they want to do anyhow. Well, it, but we're, that's where we're destroying ourselves from within. We're going to have a revolution, but all that will do is allow the Chinese to come in and pick up the pieces and fill that and that power void. Yeah, but we got more guns in America to take care of that. So if we did, <laughs> that's a good thing. If we did a revolution, do you yeah. think we could be smart enough to make sure the power void is filled with just decent people? And I think the result, I think the majority of our armed forces would join the people too. I don't, the the rank and file are not buying all the CRT crap and what's going on LBGTQ in the military. The the troops understand that. So, but that's what they're forcing us into. We uh, wrote a paper called the Patriot Guards to be formed in each county to work with the sheriffs and the police there because as they, they defunded. Uh, the, the police around the country. Look at San Francisco. It's a ghost town. The police can't handle it all. So the people have to form their own Patriot Guard to work with the police to establish stability and peace within our cities. Look at Portland, Seattle, Los Angeles. Minneapolis. It's kind of like the defund capital of the world, you know, with George Floyd. Yeah. These people, the murder rate, the crime rate is skyrocketed. Yeah. So the people have to stand together. and That's why we've uh, written the plan for the Patriot Guards. Now, how do we get to the Black people and the Hispanics who agree with us, who are still captured? It's the PSYOP. It's the mind where they're captured, thinking that's where they belong because it's their people, realizing we're like, no, join us. We're your people. How do we get to them? 
uh, just bit by bit, Trump got to him. He raised the support there when he was there of the blacks and businesses and employment. Uh, the uh, the Hispanics are very Catholic. Uh, many of them there are very spiritually oriented. Uh, but you have the gangsters, the Zetas, that have, and the other the MR. What do they call MI? Uh, MR six or something? Yeah, something like that. Uh, and so that's where you need to work. The people need to work with the sheriffs to police these cities. We've got to clean up these cities and these towns, clean up the streets. This is ridiculous. And then you got enough people like Gavin Newsom doesn't have a clue, but yet he's in the background. He'll probably be the one on the Democratic ticket because I don't think Biden's going to be on it. You think Ga oh, Gavin Newsom, can you imagine? So you think Gavin Newsom will run and be the Democratic nominee, and what will happen with, what's her name? Kamala. Kamala's gone. You know, she's been uh, off the radar for a while. <laughs> well, she's, you know, it's so sad because they're, they're, they don't even care what quality of a candidate they pick. And there, there are a lot of people they could have picked who are, well, Biden, they didn't care how his quality either i mean it was just so incredible they just they, they just made they him they just propped him up and and then did a coup I like bernie we did with bernie you remember that <laughs> that's exactly what it was that's exactly what it is that's what so, biden is he's weekend with biden weekend with weekend with bernie uh no but they want people they can control that's what the party apparatus is that's supported by Soros. And uh, and he's got a lot of people that uh, bought into it because they want power and control. Do they have that's the same it. control over the election process that they had in 2020? Because anybody who is serious and was objective knows that there was a coup, that, that they fixed the election. Absolutely. Do they still have that control? Our, our information is the, the precincts and the counties haven't done much to correct all the errors and fraudulent activities that took a place. If you look at D'Souza's 2,000 mules, people will see that. Fox wouldn't even put it on, but it was so valid of all these ballot stuffing that was going on in the different precincts. And I understand it uh, that uh, most of the uh, counties have not done much to improve it. Some of them are still key, keeping these Dominican machines so that the uh, they can hack into our uh, our voting machines. So what do we do? So okay, even if you support Trump or you support some other candidate that can make a difference against Biden in, in whoever it is, can they win? No. Not win in reality, but win with all that fraud on top of it. The Democrats will do everything they can just like the last election to fraudulently control the six swing states. Okay, Michigan, Pennsylvania, uh, Georgia, uh, they'll they'll continue to get those states in control them. California, for example. And so if those six swing states, they don't correct uh, and have uh, voter integrity at the precinct level, uh, then they'll cheat and they'll win the election again. So what do we do? Well, that will lend lead to a revolution. There's no doubt about that. Because people will just know. I mean, because this last time was so obvious that, I mean, I, to me it was. I have a computer engineering background. So I, and I was talking, there was like, there was about 500 
top computer scientists and mathematicians across the country that were working on looking at all the data. And they they were looking at not just the, the Trump-Biden election, they were looking at all the precincts and they had it all figured out what was fixed, what was flipped, what all this stuff. And the person who was running it, his family was killed. It was just awful. But we, so people, it's a... I don't know. I'm just asking what are we going to do. Notice how a lot of those states have flipped between 12 midnight and 2 o'clock in the morning. So that's we know I mean. that's when the computers were hacked. The stuffing was going on, the miscounting. Yep. That's right. So we have votes alone in Pennsylvania to get that idiot Fetterman in there. Th- yeah, they're still doing it. But look at the Cary Lake one. They were all over it before oh, yeah. it happened. They knew it was going to happen. And they still were victims of it. And then they can't get anywhere in the court. The courts just throw it out. Like, so the courts are really fixed too. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. They're all fixed. Uh, we even have information that uh, the uh, lady that won in Arizona, what's her name? Uh, Carrie Lake. Oh, da Hobbs. The one who didn't win, but won. Yeah, the one who didn't win, but won. <laughs> They actually track cartel money going into her car campaign. The Breger report. Are you familiar with the Breger report? I am. That 120,000 page report that, that went and analyzed all this cartel money going in and how they actually were doing it with land and, and they'd sell the uh, land. Mortgages, yeah. Yes. And it's in 26 states. Yeah, that's what's going on. And they haven't, they haven't fixed it in Arizona yet. Well, they haven't fixed it anywhere. I know Georgia hasn't fixed it. Pennsylvania hasn't fixed it. Okay, yeah. so I, I, I want General Valley to give us his words of wisdom on what people can do. And then if, if it keeps going down this road, what can we do to realistically well, first talk, give us your words of wisdom on what we can do. And then I want to ask about if it keeps going down this road, what realistically can we do to aid in some kind of peaceful revolution? All right. Start demanding from your representatives now truth, honesty, and integrity. No more partisan politics. Stop doing that. Solve our problems. Do it at the county level, the city level. Governors do their jobs under the 10th Amendment. Get out there and do what you have to override the overreach of the federal government that's affecting your citizens and get off this kick that, well, they won't send us, uh, they'll cut off uh, our funding. Uh, And keep pressing, get rid of the Department of Education. Let's get uh, schools back uh, to our states uh, and our districts and our counties and towns. Uh, Demand... uh, uh, all of these uh, police agencies start getting uh, using the Patriot Guards clean up the streets immediately. Get people these get people help uh, whatever they need. Many of them are mentally ill. We can't have them destroying our seat, our our streets, and our local businesses. Get rid of these department. I wrote an article on it. Why aren't these district attorneys and mayors elected positions who have taken an oath? supposedly, okay, and incentivize criminality by releasing criminals back out on the street. Why aren't the sheriffs and the police chiefs arresting them for that? They're not above the law. 
These politicians are not above the law, and if they're violating our laws and not sticking by the laws that they're supposed to be under their oath, then arrest them. They need to be taken out of their job. These are a lot of things that can be done. Use the uh, National Guard in our states to help clean up the cities, clean up these towns. They have, they have the ability to do that. We have the assets. We have the assets to clean up the border, do more down there. You know, the sheriff's going to deputize thousands of people if they wanted to. And most of the people are, are patriots. They, they don't want to get paid. But I'm just like the old days, Sarah, the posses. That's right. <laughs> that, I mean, we, that's true. There's a lot of people willing to do this. Yeah. We're willing to do this stuff. And the people want to save yeah. their country because they see what's happening with for the kids. And yeah. they're sitting docks for a future that is going to be awful. Okay, so now how do we make sure we keep working on this? We and keep doing what we're doing at our foundation. You and I keep talking. We talk to people. We connect the dots. And finally, uh, many uh, more Americans uh, will understand what's going on and finding out what, what they're proposing for our future. Okay, this global globalist uh, control, money and power. Uh, that uh, that they get involved. You know, for example, if I go into the stock market and buy anything, I make sure they're not uh, supported by BlackRock, uh, State Street, or Vanguard, where they require this uh, diversity, exclusion, and, and inclusion. It's all a left-wing propaganda thing, and the corporations have bought into it. Now, people are standing up, go woke, go broke. Look what happened at Target. Bud Light. Lululemon, when they fired those uh, employees for kicking the crooks out of the store, Lululemon said, well, it's against our policy. You're not supposed to do anything. Just stand there and watch the thieves come in and steal everything. How dumb I mean, that is, is that? It's, how, how have we got to the point where businesses are doing things that's against their best interest? We're doing things that are against our best interest. Yeah. Well, and then you you you've got the stockholders that are standing up. You got the buyers; they're not going into Target when they see all these transgender clothes and all this crap on display. And so you speak with the dollar. They want to control the money, but they don't realize we, as citizens out there, are the ones that make them. We're the ones that buy the products and services and so on. So you say, "No, I'm not going to do that." I have a whole list of companies I won't deal with, or I wouldn't buy their stock. I won't do it. That's wonderful. That's good. And what happened to Bud Light is still happening there. They keep oh, they suffering. Bud Light they came up with a whole new label. They're trying to recover. Anheuser-Busch is trying to recover. Some dumb transgender in their marketing staff is the one that came up with that. <laughs> it was so stupid. It's like, it's why dumb. would you? Same but it wasn't just stupid. Did they put up? To, were, do you think that they were put up to it? Or do you think it was just a bunch of goofballs thinking that was a good idea? They bought into it. It's look the mind Disney. war. Look at Disney. Look at the leadership down at Disney, what they've done. Horrible. I look at Hallmark now. They want to put all this transgender, and you got to have so many blacks on, so many whites. Even the uh, new uh, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, who's a black general, he wants to see less white pilots. Well, what the hell does that have to do? I want, to, I want the best black, brown, white pilot I can find fly those aircraft. I don't give a damn what color they are. Well, and isn't and that's exactly right. There, uh, 
in the orchestra back in the 80s, you know, they were in this, they they really were inherent biases. And so what they did, and maybe this is why they're getting all confused, they're inherent biases. People were picking, like, for example, women and minorities weren't picked as much on the orchestra. So they started saying, okay, we're going to go to pure merit. They put everyone behind a screen and then everything equaled out and nobody complains anymore. How do we get to it where it's just pure merit? Well, there again, you've got to personally say, I'm not going to buy off on this crap they're trying to lay on. If I'm going to interview somebody, it's going to be based on their skill level. And can they add to our organization? Can they be an added incentive to our corporation to do well, provide whatever products or services we're doing? And that's a judgment of people that do the hiring. And you don't hire them because of their skin color. Ever. You should Look never do black. that. The blacks are excelling in sports. They're excelling in Hollywood. Uh, look at all the ads on television. It's only these left-wing blacks that are trying to continue this divisiveness and encourage, uh, uh, you know, all of these uh, anti-white uh, rhetoric you hear on different uh, different shows. Attacking the whites. Uh, my God, we came from England. It was all white then for, for the most part. Uh, we don't have to be ashamed of being white. They don't have to be ashamed of being black or brown, whatever they are. It's all about individual integrity, honesty, being yourself. You know, you look That's at Thomas point. Sowell, the great uh, black economist, what a wonderful guy, and uh, absolutely, absolutely brilliant. Um, and so the blacks can go back in history that they're part of our history. Yeah, slavery was bad, but we overcame that. But we don't have to now go and raise billions of dollars of taxpayer money to pay reparations to people that had nothing to do with slavery. Well, I mean, just, they try to lay a guilt trip on you. We st we have people in slavery now, more people in slavery now than we had all through the 300 years that we actually had slavery. I wish people would focus on that. And, and I don't know. I just, yeah. so it's I wish- but that's the mind war back to where we started on, on this thing. This is the strategy, psychological operations, mind war. The left, the Marxists, uh, the ideology controlling the, the masses. Okay, that's what it's all about. And they're using capitalism now along with that Marxist theology. They've now put it together to control the lower class, do away with the middle class, then the upper class has everything. Now, you notice, even now, with inflation, everything's going on. If you have the money, you still can do anything you want to. You can buy any groceries you want. You can buy any Tesla you want. You can travel where you want to go. You can buy multi-million-dollar homes. So the rich are actually prospering again under what's going on. So they don't really care for the most part. They don't care if small businesses go out of business. Amazon will provide everything and will deliver it to you. What do you think of Fox News and all the development with Fox News? Uh, to me, they're just another controlled network. And what do you think of Twitter? Because a lot of people are saying Twitter is censoring as much as they were before, if not more. These organizations that have been doing deep dives, trying to figure out what's going on with Twitter. No, I don't think I think that's all the ones that are against Elon Musk. Elon Musk, to me, is a hero. He's doing a you great, think so? great things. I have his new Starlight uh, satellite system. I'm on Starlink now with you. That's uh, get it if you can. It's wonderful. I have it. We're using it right now. 
Oh, you're using it too. Great. I have uh, to. It's better. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and he'll work. He's working with Tucker now. I'm not sure what's going to happen there, but he's changed the complete uh, uh, image of, uh, for the most part, of, uh, of Twitter. Probably. So you think it's. Fired. You think yeah. it's just the 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 employees putting their heels in, making it difficult for Musk, and then also the. Because there really no, are. I Musk, Musk has got rid of most of them. I, I don't. I don't see any restriction. On, we're on Twitter. I, I see no restriction on it whatsoever. We post a lot of things. I, I don't. I you don't see it like you used to. I just got on there. Th I had to create a new identity. They wouldn't let yeah. me back. I I was appealing, and they just they said I was gone forever, and they wouldn't let me back. And then this was after Musk. And then I just got on. I just created yeah. a new identity and started over. Well, it takes a while to clean up an organization. That's we've what just, I was wondering. We just put out there now Cloud Hub. That's our new platform. And I'm working with the new owners of Cloud Hub, cloudhub.com. You ought to get on there as well, too. It's really quite good. Uh, cloudhub.com. Jeff Brain, who founded it, I knew, and he got very sick. And and so uh, my good friend, uh, Todd Callender, just uh, bought it several months ago and making all sorts of great Great changes. It's going to be a great platform. Oh, Todd Callender, the attorney, bought CloudHub. Yeah. Excellent. That's interesting. I yeah, I, I would out on CloudHub.com. Go ahead and sign up, get an account. Go have your own community, your own channel. Post everything you want to. It's it's really going to be quite the new platform. You but you asked a question uh, first before Twitter. I asked you, know, you a question about Fox News. What's going on there? Because oh, Fox News. Now, you don't know this, but uh, I was hired by Roger Ailes one week after 9-11. I was the first military guy under contract. Roger personally hired me, and I was with Fox News for eight years. Go back in the archive. I was doing four or five shows a day with Bill O'Reilly and Hannity, all those people. Uh, no, the, uh, the the the... The sons have completely gone their socialist way. They're liberals. They brought in Paul Ryan, the ultimate rhino. Uh, Suzanne Scott, who I know, she's running it right now. Uh, they, they're they completely gone off, off the map. It's, it's ridiculous uh, what that gone. I don't even watch him uh, anymore, other than I, I do like uh, Gutfeld at night. He's number one now uh, in, the, in the evening uh, shows. Beats everybody. Uh, so you just know, are they just another controlled media? Yes, thing? and absolutely. and it is what it is. It is what it is. So you you don't go there. Well, I think the cable news are are just going to go away over time, anyways, because the new media is taking over, like Clout Hub and Rumble and all these other places. And I'll give you a good example. Uh, I did a half hour show out of Moscow last week on RT. Russia television is now bigger than BBC. If I want to know what's going on in the world and in Ukraine, I go to RT.com. It's better coverage, better interviews, better than Fox News, CBS, NBC. And I said, they're the largest uh, in the world right now. In Africa, Far East. Yeah. Well, Middle they got East. kicked off. What do you think of them getting kicked off YouTube and all the platforms around here? Is that... That's well, just where it, it works. I, I get it on my computer. I don't need them. 
Yeah, that's true. I watch RT at least an hour today to get get their take on things. You do want their take on things, right? Because you want to see yeah. things from all over there anyways. Understand what they're saying and how they're analyzing a current situation. And I can tell you, it's a hell of a lot better than any of our uh, uh, media. I have contacts in Russia and I talk to different media folks and I've been interviewed by some of them in Russia. And they have a, I'm telling you, these organizations, international organizations and people from other countries really have a different perspective on what yeah. they think is happening here. They have a, they have a outside, they, they don't yeah. have that political thing happening. So they can see it with clearer lenses, it seems like. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's worth going on an hour every day, rt.com. And the studios are beautiful. I mean, they're all there. I've been in the studios in Moscow. I don't know whether you know it. But in 2017, I set up the meeting between Putin and Trump when I was in Moscow. Really? Yeah. And and they they get along, right? They want to have the, my understanding is the majority of the people when Trump won in Russia were were happy because they suddenly thought that there could be a multipolar world and the world could change. And then when they saw everything happen, they they're concerned. Well, no, uh, Putin and Trump get along very well. The, the Ukraine situation would have never happened if Trump was in there. Uh, he had a good relationship with Xi and uh, uh, many of the leaders around the world because he knows how to negotiate. This idiot we have here now, none of them blinking, blinking. He couldn't negotiate his way out of a, a telephone booth or whatever. Who negotiates for Biden? We don't even have telephone booths anymore. <laughs> <laughs> who who negotiates for Biden? Blinken? I mean, Blinken, Biden Blinken, obviously yeah. isn't doing it. Blinken, Blinken, yeah. Anthony Blinken. He does all our negotiations. Yeah, State Department, yeah. He's the most powerful person in the country. He just overbade an idiot himself in China by saying he agrees with China. You know, go ahead and take Taiwan, basically. That's against our, you know, one nation, yeah. What do these other countries think of us right now? Not much. They think it's a joke. Are they? Do they? Yeah, they know we have a lot joke. of potential. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, and we've ticked all all of them off. Saudi Arabia is now aligning with uh, Iran. You got the new BRICS, uh, uh, the new financial group uh, system going on. Brazil, Russia, India, China, North Korea. Uh, you have the Egyptians, our old friends. Now they're supporting Russia with arms and equipment that they need. And so the whole new, I call the Eastern Alliance, is being formed. There'll be 40 countries, I estimate, within a year, part of that new alliance, okay? And they will control two-thirds of the world's gross national product. So what happens alliance. to the dollar at that point? Is that when the dollar starts to flood back? The dollar, they're going to try to kill the dollar, yeah. And we will see a depression like we've never seen before. Right. And when do you think that timing is going to happen? They're working on it now each and every day. I, I know. So, yeah. but when do, do we have any group of Western people who are fighting it besides like us? No, none. Where's Great Britain fighting? Where's Macron in France? Where's Schultz in, uh, in Germany? Our newsletter that we put out every Saturday morning is open. the biggest. We we have openings in 20 countries for our newsletter, Stand Up American newsletter, 
And guess the the country that has the most openings is Sweden. Now that's interesting. That is that is interesting. I know that my show, thirty five percent, sixty five percent are in this country, and thirty five percent are elsewhere, and it keeps growing more international. Yeah, which is quite interesting. Yeah, well, that's why we formed last uh, earlier this year uh, the uh, Patriots International. Uh, Alliance, uh, and that's the one now uh, that I'm heading up uh, for a ceasefire summit conference in Malta in August. I'll well, send I was, on that. If there's anything I can uh, help to to keep keep that going, I will. And um, I love what you're doing, and so I want to help you where I can. And I'm really hoping you can help us with the United for Free Speech. And sure. um, uh, I just yeah, yeah. Todd Calendar Cloud Hub and. Uh, I'm going to put on most of our interviews and shows uh, are going to be now on Cloud Hub as we transition. Well, that would be great. I'd love to interview Todd Callender. I'd get him on my show and talk about it. Oh, yeah, I can get him on for you. Yeah, that'd be great. If you could connect me, that would be wonderful. I, you know, I just really appreciate it. I think you're just, I love this conversation because you don't have, we're missing leaders like you. We need more leadership. We well, don't need politicians, we need leaders. Sarah, I'm, I'm 83 years I, old. I know, that's the sad part. You know, I, I these these people like you who are just beacons, like I want you to live another 50 years because we need you. And my so we just got to, we need more of you. No, we're still fighting, but that's, that's what I learned at West Point. Duty on our country and we're not going to give up. That's right. That's so, right. Yeah. Well, thank you, thank you so much for joining the program. I really appreciate it. And I know I'm going to have you back at some point. And you're going to be speaking at the censored conference. So people can see you there. Too. I don't even know when that is. <laughs> I'll give you an update. It's July 28th and 29th. Yeah, let me know. I will. I'll keep you updated. But you've already agreed okay. to it. <laughs> All right. Sounds good, sir. Thank you. You're great. Bye-bye. Yeah.